0: Spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can Spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing Spirit. And now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now, your host, Diet Renee.
1: Monday morning, morning, everybody. Hi, this is Diet here. Was schooled through spirit here on oh my God, I came to talk, WLTKDB.com that station and show of which I do talk on different things on a spiritual modality and quite frankly, people of a spiritual modality or how spirit really has affected them. It is happy full moon, Keith. Now we know my issue. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Tim. Oh, hello. 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 Good morning, Salone. I missed all of you guys last week and I'm sure happy and hoping that everybody enjoyed the show last week. I popped in between air flights um to see everybody I think I made a comment or two not sure um but it was so good morning Facebook user I don't know who you are but it says hi and I'm saying hi back um but I did stop in and say hi here and there so I really hope y'all still enjoyed the show even though it was taped but I didn't want to miss a show didn't want to do a repeat to you guys and um just super exciting oh miss seeing you too miss seeing you too so, this morning, guys, I have Mr. Bill Walter on the show. Bill Walter, oh, you're gonna love him. He is the owner of uh, or co owner of Broadhead Manor in Broadhead, Wisconsin. It is a notoriously haunted school. Um, and we're not talking the bad kind. I mean, yeah, he's sometimes can he get some troublesome ones that might be a little upset here and there, but really, honestly, it's just a phenomenal place. We just did this huge fundraiser event. It's been going on for a while, as you guys have seen. Good morning, Terry. As you've seen, a lot of, like, I created a GoFundMe page for it. Other people have done various fundraisers. This weekend was a big fundraiser event for it. And it was just to raise the roof to get a new roof on the, the building. And guess what? We did it. We made the money for all the supplies so that the roof can get resealed. And he doesn't have to have a swimming pool in the third Floor of the building anymore. We're just dynamic, which is huge. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had a lot of the WLTK family there. Um, it was myself, it was Nick Sarlo, Diana Henry, um, Christina Bloom, Deidre Sanford. Oh, I know I'm gonna probably miss somebody. I think that's always all Todd do- day, l- l- donated um, a couple of bo- of his books. N- Any donated a free reading. Oh and And there was raffles, guys, raffles for all kinds of things, and I want a reading. I want a reading from Oni. <laughs> <coughs> I want Juan is reading hoot. toot. toot. You know, I don't think I'm gonna cash it in though. I think I'm gonna hold on to it forever. I'm gonna keep it as my little souvenir um and keep this because you know, that is awesome, and quite frankly, me and her read for each other all the time, so it's pretty awesome that i I got that one. So it was just really a dynamic, awesome weekend. Um, coming ahead this weekend, if you want to know where I'm at, I will be in Woodstock, Illinois. I am in Chris Fleming's pop-up. Good morning, Miss Deidre. I'm in Chris Fleming's pop-up um, uh, Paracon um, event that is going on in Woodstock at the Opera House this Saturday. And it is going to be amazing. Excuse me. Oh my God. I got the herby burpees today. I had them last night. I'm getting them again today. I don't want to get them. <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat chakra has been trying to clear itself up. It's just a mess. It's just a mess, but we're getting there. Um, I'm just trying to get the information for the Woodstock event. I know it's on my Facebook. I just got to find out where, cause I'm that person that seemed to have missed it. Oh my God. Here it is. Um, It is this Saturday, July 8th, from 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., guys. So it is until 7.30 p.m., so trust me, you got all day, tons of speakers. It is the Woodstock Opera House. You can still buy some tickets at thewoodstockoperahouse.com. Buy these tickets in advance. It is a limited ticket. It is $35 for the ticket to get in, but that comes with all the speakers, all the everything that's going on. You can vend on the inside. Like, I will be doing readings. There's going to be people doing all kinds of stuff. Just a great time, guys, um, and again, show up because we're going to be doing this. Um, and he is amazing. Um, and guys, I am. If you are a psychic, a medium, or you just really want to learn, um, I have got a class starting this week, guys. Class. It is my demonstration platform gallery class, whatever you want to call it, where you do show up and you do talk to a lot of dead people. Um, and you do have psychic galleries, too, guys. So if you're more of a psychic and not really comfortable in your galleries then you're, you're talking to dead peeps type thing, that's okay. Um, the, the class really goes for both sides. Um, and it is online. Three classes and then a fourth one that is to be announced. But it is every Wednesday um, at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Class is $197. It's really not that much when you break it down to $50 a class. Um, it's awesome, though. But let's get this morning started because I do have Bill coming on. Bill is coming on here at nine thirty, the bottom of the hour, and it's gonna be so awesome. So I've got the book. I got the book. Um. So. Oh. This is awesome because I'm gonna read this and I'm gonna read what Neil sent me today because you're gonna be like. Spirit never lies, guys. Spirit never lies. You can't, I can't tell you how many times something has come through and I'm just like, you can't make this up. There's, You just could not make up the synchronicities that happen. Now, here's the page. Gorgeous. I just popped it open and there it was. Um, It says, what state of being are you selecting as you encounter life? Are you choosing what you really desire for yourself from the enormous menu of experiences available? I tell you this, beingness attracts beingness and produces experience. So, so incredibly true here, guys. So incredibly true. So, and it's really funny because I read what Neil sent me today and I was like, gosh, I really want, I really want to use this. I really want to talk about this today. And honestly, I went, nope, I'm just going to go to the book. I'm just going to go to the book and not use this. But let me read you what I got in his email. It says, That what's important in life is what you decide is important, and this decision will decide. I can't talk. It will. In this decision, will create who you are. Okay, that what is important in your life is what you decide is important, and what in this decision will create who you are. When you awoke this morning, what was the first thing on your mind? On your list of things to do, what is number one? At the top, or is it some kind of doing this? Only you can know what is catching your attention, what is calling for you to your energy. Yet, you can ask yourself a key question. Where is love in all of this? And I'll tell you what, I really like that. And I like how this really corresponded with whatever page got flipped open today. I mean, isn't that incredible? Just whatever page got flipped open, because this is really what I wanted to talk about. And I think it's incredible because it is. Like, what did you want to bring to you? I really want to talk about this. I opened up the book. The book tells me to talk about it anyway. So it's really cool. And I like that. You know, I really like that because I also watched something from Jelly Roll today. A little short reel of Jelly Roll. Y'all know who he is, right? Um, I didn't know really until about a month ago. So shame on me. But he's just incredible. Still don't know his music. Still haven't really listened to much of it because I'm not a huge music person. I know. That's another big shame on me. But... I do like a lot what he stands for. And he basically stated in this little short reel was, you know what? Your life depends on you. Your life depends on you. It doesn't matter who you were born to, how you were raised, who you had around you, nothing. What you want in life depends on you. Now, this isn't about just manifestation, guys. I mean, manifestation, yeah, it works in there because I can't be spirit and not have manifestation. But really, your your success, what you want in life, revolves around your actions, your behaviors, what you bring to you. And yeah, your actions and your behaviors do bring this stuff to you. I mean, let's just put it, let's put the cards on the table. Let's look at this. Okay, let's look at this. Now, I'll tell you what, my thoughts, I test this theory all the time, my, because not very intelligent when it comes to this, because I want to, here we go, I love you, Tim, oops, here we go again, I test this theory all the time, that whole being attracts beingness and produces experience, so what do I do, uh, and how do I test this, this sheer statement right there, I use my thoughts, I use my thoughts all the time. Um, and I go, Oh, I wonder if this is going to work. And I will put some somewhat negative thoughts in my head. Like, and this is what it is. It's like, Oh my God, they're just being a jackass. Right. Do we have to deal with this again? Blah, blah, blah. And honestly, they haven't really done anything. It's just a feeling like they're in a, they're in a mood. You know what I mean? I feel they're in a the mood of picking up the feeling. And then I have these thoughts in my head. And I will tell you almost instantly. I will get that response. from somebody. Almost instantly, I will get that negative, heavy response. And then I go, yep, it works. So then I literally will go, oh, I just want to send love to them. I don't want them to be angry. I don't want them to feel like they're in this place. I don't want that, you know, and I will just literally send love. And I will do it in a loving thought way. I will do it with feelings without saying a word. And that same person who just came off as being kind of heavy and kind of irritated will look and say, you know, I'm just sorry. I've had a bad day. And and I'm like, wow, this works. This stuff really works. And it's incredible. It's really incredible because and it's not that I'm playing with somebody's feelings, guys. It's literally in my mind because I have, you know, I grew up in a way that it was more, you know, in it, it, my mind was more negative. And it wasn't because of people around me. I mean, I don't want you to think I had this negative household because I didn't. It was I was really being raised as an only child. I had my own thoughts. Um, I played with my own Barbies. I watched TV. You know, I did everything an only child did back in the 70s and the 80s, you know. And um, a lot of that, you know, as a child, you don't tell yourself all oh, the positive, fruity, pebble, happy, flowery type things. Because you're you know, you go to school and you're you have these experiences around you and it really trains your mind to be maybe not the most positive sense. And that's where those come from. So I still as an adult will battle that, oh my God, they're just gonna hate me, blah, 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 blah. So I have to really fight in my mind to go, no, they don't. No, they don't. And and turn things into a positive. And I know a lot of people have that. I I mean I know I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people have that. That's something that I work with. So I do work with my thoughts a lot. I do work with the positivity. I do work with setting that out because I know that's going to attract it back to me. I'm going to get that to come right back to me in a very positive sense. Very positive sense. Okay, he says, yes, it does. And it makes your day going so fast and amazing. I did it yesterday. I was so happy. Exactly. Exactly. So how else can you do this? How else other than the thought process of um, the interactions around you? Because the interactions are one thing, you know, and trust me, we want positive interactions. We want that happiness. But literally, what else can you do to attract this this being to you, this beingness to you? I have a friend that's a witch. Yeah, I got friends that are witches and pagans and and atheists and oh my god, all over the all over the board. I've got friends and I love it. But her name is she her name is Witch Jody, that's what she calls herself. She's pretty amazing. And she did a spell for I think YouTube the other day. And I know it sounds really crazy, but it was a prosperity spell. And I thought, oh, let's watch this. I, I really want to see this. And she said, Hi, I'm Witch Jody, And I'm here, you know, it's July 1st, and I'm here to do a prosperity spell. And I went, there you go. And she put cinnamon in her hand, just cinnamon. And she, she stood outside her doorway, and she blew cinnamon into her establishment, into her store. And she literally said, I bring about prosperity to my store and my family. And thank you for that. And she walked through the door. And then she said, make sure you don't sweep up the cinnamon for a full 24 hours and you wipe the prosperity away. And I thought, what a cool thing. What a cool thing. Because she did an act. She did an act to bring prosperity into her life. She said, I want it, I thank it, I welcome it into my life. There was no negative. It was just a happy thought would bring prosperity to her. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. That's another way to bring that beingness to yourself. You want amazing people around you. You have to think, I want these amazing people around me. You want to be welcomed into a family. You have to show up to the family and say, I'm here. Please welcome me in. You walk up, you say hi. They bring you in. We can't just sit on the sidelines, guys, and go, hmm, I hope. Thoughts are really making reality. They are. I'm not going to diss that. You know, I'm a Michael Dooley fan. We all know this. And I live a lot by the thoughts become reality. It's my motto. It's my mantra. I love it. It happens. I'm a big person. And I'm bringing that to you. Okay? But even like this last weekend, you know, I I sat there in this big old gymnasium and this huge, huge old old school and was in awe that I could look around the room and there were so many incredible friends. Some I met I've met for a moment a couple of times, and some that I've had the pleasure of sitting down for hours of conversation, and some I've had for a few years. But I was in awe of that. I was just in awe and it blew me away because everybody's got their own little world their own little no click, their own little no place to be. And this is a paranormal community. I'm not gonna say they're not spiritual, I'm not gonna say there's not mediums, I'm not gonna say there's not psychics. I'm not gonna say there's not healers because they're all there. But it's a paranormal community, which is ghost hunting, investigation community. And it's a beautiful community. And I can remember over a year ago hearing about this community. Now i had already worked with Rob Thompson a little bit and i got gotten just a tip of an iceberg. And I thought, wow, what a great place. And I'd seen a lot of different acts within the paranormal community that really was a family. And I went, God, that's really incredible, but I'll never be accepted. My show here, you never really had a paranormal person on before Dave Schrader. You know, I really didn't have many paranormal. I had metaphysical, I had very fairy, I had healers. Great group, amazing people, but not really paranormal because I didn't feel like I would fit and or be accepted into this community. And then some amazing friends, Terry Flick and Dan Lucimar of and Synergy um, events through a paracon. God bless them for that. Because I showed up. And they asked me to be part of this. And they asked me to be part of, you know, Speaking, and they asked me to be the the host of the panel, and and you know drive people to the airport, and all these amazing things that I got asked to do, and it put me in this place. And I will tell you what, guys, I was terrified. I was scared. I not know who these people were, but I wanted to be part of the group. I wanted to be part of this family. But I was also really scared because there was going to be some really famous people here. And before I went there, before I showed up to get the first person off the airplane, thank goodness it was Rob because he's a friend. I love him dearly him and his family and as I picked them up, I really thought, wow, Rob's famous he's my friend. he's just a normal guy and I thought as I went through this day, I wanted to pick up all these incredible people that really have a lot of notoriety and I thought I just want to be friends with these people. I want to um I want them to be down-to-earth, normal people that I can talk to, and I don't put on a pedestal. Hello, Jenny. And I was blown away as I picked each one of them up. That's exactly what they were. Hi, Alicia. Um, oh, hi, Han, Thank you. Um, oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. But I really, and, and as I picked up each one of them, just incredible and each one of them become friends of mine and I'm like wow and that made it different so that when I walked into this paracon I looked at everybody as they were my friends because I was showing up to this community I was and I acted as if they were friends and they turned around and gave me that friendship back now I'm sure if I would put them up on that pedestal they would still be on that pedestal and I would be lost for it and I would think they'd be lost you know a little bit without my friendship because you know people interact with people and it's so incredible because as over a year has gone by and I walk into these events, I meet so many more incredible people that really have a lot of notoriety. And we just give each other huge hugs and we just smile and we take pictures. And I'm like, this chick rocks and I love them. And I bring that like to like because back before when I didn't, I put these people in a different category. It kept me from getting me out there because I kept telling myself, I am not one of them. I am not like them. I am not prosperous like they are. I'm not reaching the masses like they are. Boy, was I not shooting myself in the foot? And when I changed that thought process and went bringing like to like, and I went, no, let's flip this. I am like them. They are like me. More people know them, and that's okay. But we both help people. We both show up for a reason. And it's incredible because when that happened, all of a sudden, things changed. All of a sudden, the platform leveled out, And all of a sudden, I realized that all these incredible people were just that incredible people. Just because people see them on a screen or because they have hundreds of thousands of followers didn't make them any different than me. It didn't make it that I can't do like they do. And it didn't mean that I couldn't help people. I couldn't reach out to people. It just meant that I was going to find out that I had to do it in my own way. And also found out that they had the same goal that I had. That was incredible. So many of them have graced the stage here, at this stage, to share their stories, to show how amazing they are. And I'm hoping each one of them have shared enough that you realize that you are just the same as they are, that you can do what they do, which is awesome. So I want you guys to continue on this journey. I want you guys to continue on this like, being like, I want you to continue on this bringing to you what you want. You can change your life by changing your thoughts, changing your patterns, changing your way of looking at things and know that you can bring the world to you just as you show up to the world. So I hope that makes sense to you guys today. I hope this talk this morning has inspired y'all. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I have Mr. Bill Walter with me. He is the owner of the Broadhead Manor. Him and his husband. And you're going to love him as much as I do, because I'm just saying you're going to, because you cannot not love him. Um, But we're going to take a quick break here. This is Deanna here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you in a few months.
0: Want to see your video here? Sponsor WLTKDB Talk Radio and watch us make that happen. With your paid sponsorship of $80, you receive a professional produced audio, video, and banner placement on our station. Not only does your sponsorship air during our live shows, but also replayed on our podcast and heard by hundreds of like-minded people. Visit com to get started and find out just how hard we work to get you noticed.
2: Hello,
1: everybody. This is Dap back here with School Through Spirit on com. Um, this morning I have the wonderful Bill Walter with me. He is the owner of Broadhead Manor in Broadhead, Wisconsin. Him and his husband Ron. And let's welcome in Bill. Good Hi. morning.
3: Good
1: morning. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you.
3: I miss you already.
1: Only oh, been two days and I miss you. <laughs> I
3: know. We had so much fun Saturday.
1: Oh, we had a blast. We had a blast. I was telling people about it first thing this morning when I first got on the show that we had this. Amazing um, fundraiser, and what else do you need? Because I don't want that, I don't want the energy to go away. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's been an incredible few months. You
3: know? Oh, it's been a blast. Good morning, a- Jenny.
1: Good I know Jenny came on just a few minutes ago. Good morning, Michelle. So, oh, Bill, yes, you, you own a haunted house. A haunted school, which is going to be a haunted house pretty soon. Yes. But how did you get into this crazy world? I mean, seriously, not anything (laughs) just goes, let's buy an old school that's falling apart and make it a home.
3: (laughs) Well, I retired when I was 47. I'm now 57. So about 10 years ago, I retired and I sat around the house for about five years, didn't have anything to do. I mean, I had stuff to do around the house, but I, I get bored. <laughs> well, one of my kids that I adopted, Ronnie, he worked for a haunted house one winter. So I just, or one fall. And I decided, okay, let's, I'll go with him. You know, just see what it's about. See, participate with him. I wanted to do an, an activity that he would do. Right. So I went into the haunted house and I saw they were making out the people, you know, putting makeup on them and putting them in different scenes and stuff like that. And I, I thought, well, Ron can do so much better with makeup. We need to up this thing a little bit. So Ron actually dressed me up as Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. And I went in there. And next thing I know, I was a talk of the haunted house. They're like, holy crap, how in the hell did you get that makeup done? And da 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 da. da and it was so amazing. Right. And I met up with the owners all the time. And I was more their age than the kids' age that worked there. So I started talking to the owners and they said, well, we're working in a trail out in the middle of the woods where you had to walk up about a mile through the woods by yourself or your group walks through the woods. When it rained, it sucked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're sliding in the mud. You're it, it was really bad. So I discussed with the owners. I said, you know, I'll, I'll, if you're looking for a location to go inside, let's look for a building. Mm -hmm. So we were looking around the Rockford area and all of a sudden Broadhead Manor just popped up on my screen. Oh, and well, it was the old middle school of Broadhead right. it was for sale and so I inquired into it and then, through about a nine month process, we negotiated down a price that I could afford to just go buy the building
2: right
3: and I went and bought the building and we moved the haunted house into that building. Well, the first year was great, but things were happening in the haunted house we could not explain i mean we <laughs> when when you're running five rooms on the same circuit of electricity and half of it goes off and half of it stays on people (laughs) say, well, that's a power draw. I said, well, if there's a power draw, everything would go dim. It wouldn't just shut off at one end and stay lit at the other end. Right. Well, then when I went to play with the circuit breaker box, everything goes, uh, everything turned off with the circuit breaker box. When I turned it back on, it was opposite. And i'm Um, like okay well then i went back to the circuit breaker box turned it off turned it on the whole thing came on i'm like okay well there's something wrong with the wiring had an electrician come in electrician couldn't find anything wrong with the wiring whatsoever well then everybody started making the little jokes about oh there's ghosts there's this there's that you know there's something playing with your electricity and having fun and i'm like okay Fast forward, we didn't think much about it, but other things started happening. Things started disappearing. Things, you know, it disappear from here, but then you'd try to find it, couldn't find it, walk back, and then it's sitting there. It's like, when, how in the hell didn't I miss it? You know, wide out in the open. Well, then things, you get up on a scaffolding and you start painting and stuff like that, and something hits the scaffolding and shakes it on you, or something grabs your leg, or something will brush your shoulder. I mean, I got scratched. I don't know how many times there.
2: right.
3: You, you can see the scratch marks down my back and stuff. So we decided the second year after more things were happening that, uh, we'd call a paranormal group to come in. Well, it just happened to be Dan Norville and Larry and Larry Eisler. Oh,
1: is that the one you brought in? Okay.
3: He, he was <laughs> the very first person to ever come into Broadhead Manor to do an investigation.
1: Yeah.
3: And, they did about a four-hour investigation that day. They went through the building. They they scoured every room and everything like that. And we just stayed in the gym and let them do their job. and mm-hmm. I'm going to see what they find. Well, they come back and Dan's joking and laughing with me the whole, you know, after that. And he's like, I go, wow, well, is our house haunted? And he just got this blank look on his face. And he goes, watch our live when we go home. And I'm like, okay. Well, I'm watching their live as they're going home. And Dan and Larry are both bragging on how haunted this building was. They found that time they found about seven spirits that they could identify. And then I'm like, oh, wow, we are haunted. Well, when Dan got home, he called me and explained to me a lot of stuff. And we uh, he said, don't go by what we say. We want you to bring in more paranormal groups to verify what we find. Well, Dan explained to me what he found in every single room. So I had a reference to go by. So we called in another team called Specter Waves. Well, Specter Waves came in. I was actually walking around with them when, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, but the gentleman that's with Specter Waves had screws thrown at him across the room. And they just, not hard, they just tinkled across the floor and were like, Did you throw that? Did you throw that? Did you kick that? Did you? And nobody was in the room. Wow. And we're like, okay, well, then they had their SLS camera and started uh, going through and stick figures were appearing everywhere, running across the hallway, running down the, you know, they weren't just static figures that were, it was mapping out. They were actually moving across the hall.
2: Yeah.
3: And we're like, okay, well, that verifies a lot of areas that Dan and Larry found stuff.
2: Yeah.
3: So then we called in Richwood Paranormal, which is Nate. Nate Hopwood's group back way back when Mike Ming was not with Nate Hopwood yet. Um, He had a few other people. uh, I can't think of their names, C.J. uh, Laura L.M. And um, they were all there and they're like, dude, your building is so freaking amazing. It's not funny. We have so much stuff. And I'm like, "Okay." Well, then we ran our haunted house for the second year. And during running that second haunted house that year, people were actually seeing light orbs shoot across from room to room, not just on film. They were seeing it with their naked eyes. They could see the orbs and our back property, they found, they saw the orbs out there in the mist at night. And I'm like, okay, there's something really special about all this that's going on. Yeah. So then, Dan and Larry came back, and they they really wanted to shoot their first episode of Expedition Entity. That's, you know, when they went from the Dan Norville project to Expedition Entity.
2: Right.
3: And we aired on Paraflix with that first episode of Expedition Entity. And during that time, during that time frame, that's when we met everybody else with. Uh, Paraflex, Natty, Natty, uh, Nat- <laughs> Natalie Jones, Patty yeah. Neg- Negri, and everybody like that right. because there happened to be a Janesville Paracon going on.
2: I was just talking about that. That was just a year ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it was like April 6th or something like that.
2: Right. Well,
3: Nate Hopwood with Richwood Paranormal, yeah. that's when Mike Ming was with him then and all that stuff. They decided, okay. Let's go to the Paracon and let's bring back the celebrities. we well, yep. Rob Thompson and Natalie Jones and, and Patty Negri. We're all coming down.
1: I wasn't there, though.
3: <laughs> no, no. Well, the funny thing about the whole thing was, Nate, here, I'm thinking they're just bringing back three people, you know, right. maybe four. And Dan and Larry were already at the building. They were expecting Patty's arrival and stuff like that and Natalie's arrival. Here comes Nate and Mike walking through the door and... They introduced me to Patty. They introduced me to, you know, Natalie and Rob Thompson. And all of a sudden, 35 people come storming through the door and they all followed them over from the Paracon. Yep. Next thing I know, my building is loaded with people Yeah. and they were just running everywhere. And I'm like, Nate, 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 we can't have this. I got to at least have them sign a waiver or something like that. They just can't run the building. This is an abandoned building. Right. And so they gathered everybody together and I took them on a tour through the building and Boom! Now I'm basically family with everybody that is at was at that paracon that night.
1: That paracon changed a world for a lot of people.
3: Yes, it did. I mean, it, Terry and Danny it,
1: have no clue what they what they accomplished in that one weekend. Right. They don't.
3: They, no. it it just went boom and exploded. And Nick Sarlo was there, and Shadowhunters was there, and yeah. um. I can't remember exactly when we met, you and I.
1: We didn't meet until um, later in the summer because Nick was going to shoot an episode for shadow hunters. Right. And he's like, Will you come in? And I said, Yeah, why not? So I came in with Scotty, Scotty and, Scotty why, and- with myself. And, and then, of course, Scotty and Gail came in a little bit later. And uh, you started talking about the story of the building. And I'm like, Da, 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 you know, because I'm like, I don't want to know. And then you and Nick and everybody went upstairs, and that was later on that summer. And I stayed down with Scotty and Gail. Right. And we talked for like an hour. I'm like, Are they ever going to come back? And Sky goes, No, let's go. <laughs> 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 Me and Scotty and Gail explored the building, had a great, just medium way of doing the investigation, and that you and I actually, kind of actually became friends. I think after the investigation because we sat down.
3: Right. And, and you it was. Were- just, we were just verifying you and Scotty and
1: uh,
3: yeah. you, Scotty and Gail. And was there another lady there or no? Um,
1: well, the Shadowhunter team was together. So I, I okay. Sharon was there. Um, I think that was the only, no, it went, the doctor was there. I can't think of her. I think her name's Jenny. Uh, yeah. So there was, you know, whoever, whoever the team showed up that day. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so, and. But again, me, Scotty, and Gail never cross paths with the team again. <laughs> 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 we we took Bill into our hands and we went with Bill. And when we were done, we left.
3: <laughs> right. Pretty much. I mean, you, had,
1: that, you stayed for the night.
3: That, that day was just amazing. I mean, meeting all the people and talking to everybody and talking to you and, and Scotty in general, that just, solidified a lot of things
1: because Scotty
3: actually gave me a message that night because the night before that we had a team of investigators in there and I actually talked to my dad on a spirit box and I'm like, no, this can't be happening. I was sitting at the table in the gym. They left a a portal box sitting on the table in a backpack. And the backpack started talking to me. And I'm like, nope, this ain't happening. <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry,
1: I've been terrified. I'd ran. I'm I know. Like- I
3: was sitting there and I'm like, I hear, hi, Billy. And I'm like, no one in the world calls me Billy except my dad. What? My dad passed away six years ago. Wow. And I'm like, nobody calls me that. This paranormal team that was there, I've never met them in my life. They came in for the first time, you know, I haven't told the story to too many people because I thought I was crazy that night. Right. he reaffirmed me that I wasn't crazy.
1: Right.
3: And I had a little conversation that he was proud of me and you know, stuff like that.
1: <laughs> You're a braver man than me. Cause I decided to title the building right there, put it <laughs> on the table and up <laughs> the
3: No, it, the thing oh, was,
1: it <laughs> I
3: had a good three or four minute chat and i was questioning him with questions that i was questioning the necrophonics that or the portal box questions that nobody would ever know yeah stuff about my past life that people just don't know about and he answered me in exact answers wow and all of a sudden the group comes back and i go who in the hell owns this backpack and this guy who was about 24 25 years old comes walking over oh that's mine i said what in the hell's in that bag <laughs> He's like, why? I said, because it's been sitting here talking to me for the past 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like, I want to know what's in that bag. I started demanding. Right. And he opened up the bag and he pulled out the portal box and he goes, this is the only thing in there that would talk to you and uh, it's off. And I go, no, that thing's been on this whole Mm -hmm. time. No, it's off. And he showed me and he. I said, well, you need to take that backpack and go somewhere away from me because I don't want you around me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So here I was contemplating all night. I called Dan right away and said, can this happen? You know, Dan, I'm not a paranormal investigator. I'm a skeptic. I don't, I never believed in a lot of this stuff. I know stuff happens, but I I just was not a true believer. Well, I asked Dan about all this that night because he's my paranormal advisor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For good reason and he skept, skepticized it also you know he yeah. said it could have been a lot of things you know you're hearing things you could you know you want to hear this and that's what you think you're hearing and you know stuff like that right well then the next night was the night of that when Scotty Rourke and everybody came in with you
2: yeah
3: and well Scotty just walked up to me out of the blue and I didn't know Scotty. I didn't know you. I didn't know Gail. I didn't know Shadowhunters. I'm standing up at the session counters and Scotty comes up and says, I got a message for you. And I go, what? He said, your dad and your grandpa were here last night. And they're proud of you. So it was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it brings tears to my eyes
1: say it's, safe. it's free. I've been like wiping the tear out of my eye the whole time you're talking. So it's well,
3: like then I then I turn around and I go, "Well, who the hell are you?" <laughs> 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 and he's like, "I He goes, "What's your name?" And I said, I go, he goes, "Your name's Bill." And I go, "Okay, you've seen me on something. You know, you've been here or somebody's mm-hmm. talked about me or something like that." But for him to relay a message to me that they were here last night and they talked to me and they're proud of me. It just blew my mind. Because nobody I told nobody but Dan about that that night.
1: Well, you want to know something even more crazy about that night? I had never met Scotty before that night. Scotty okay. had never met me before that night. I had no clue who Gail was. I mean, I kind of <laughs> knew who, I knew who Scotty was because of his name. He knew who I was because whatever, you know, what I mean, he'd actually right. seen me some time before, before COVID, but we never actually met. We didn't know each other's story. We never worked together. Right. So, and I knew I heard he was going to be there literally after I showed up. He heard about me going to be there. Nothing major. And neither one of us knew who the heck you were. <laughs> so this was the first night of us getting together, you know, first right. ever, ever working together.
3: Well, see, that was it. I was leading shadow hunters on a tour
1: yeah
3: just before that and we come walking back into the gym after the tour you guys weren't back yet you were out exploring the building yeah and i was just going about my business like i do i was making snacks for everybody to just sit there and chill out with snacks and right. whatnot. and then scotty came walking across the gym and just tapped me on the shoulder and relayed the message he's like i gotta relay this message something someone behind me is telling me they need you need to know this yeah and i'm like oh shit <laughs> what an incredible
1: life. you've had nothing but incredible experiences like that though i mean right. start- and
3: there's something about broadhead manor we had to change the name from the old middle school to broadhead manor for the state of wisconsin so perfect name though we we named it broadhead manor because with that name us running a haunted house now we're terror at the manor we have gifts on the manor. We have all different kinds of different little names for our businesses in the building.
2: Right.
3: So, you know, it, it really boosted by naming that the Broadhead Manor. But, you know, since all that had happened, I've realized now that I was drawn to Broadhead Manor. Mm-hmm. Something drew me there. Something got me there. Something made me buy it. Because I contemplated buying it. I didn't know if I really wanted an old big-ass school at my age.
1: Well, who wants that?
3: You know, to remodel, but I had to buy it. And then when I got in there, I just feel nothing but good things in it when I'm in that building. I'll be sitting at the house and if something's going wrong outside the building or something's going on inside the building,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I'll get a weird feeling and then I'll get a call from one of my neighbors. Somebody's behind your building. You want us to call the police? 'Cause the, my neighbors watch that building like a hawk. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. I mean it, it's it's just funny. Yeah. Sorry if I'm sitting funny, but uh yeah. got, be, being in a being in a chair is like really
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I was expecting you in bed, believe it or not, Bill. I was expecting oh, you back there. there. I was expecting <laughs> you propped up on pillows going, I'm comfortable, you know, and I'd been totally okay with that. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: So, um, but after we had that, uh, after I met you and everybody, Ron and I decided we were listening to Dan and we were listening to like Nate Hopwood with Richwood Paranormal and whatnot. And they're like, you need to open this up to the public. The public needs to see this gem. So we decided, okay, let's just put it out there. Did a post on Broadhead Manor site you know, looking for paranormal people that want to come look at the building. Well, almost instantly that August, we booked out August, we booked out September. We shut it down because we were going to run the haunted house. Well, COVID hit and we couldn't run the haunted house. So we decided to open it up for October and we got flooded with people in October that just really wanted to come see the building. If you actually come into Broadhead and you come to investigate, it's not, I hate this computer. It keeps going black on me.
1: Don't worry about it. I still see you. Okay. <laughs>
3: yeah. um, the, it times itself out. Once we open the building, it people come in, they have to come back two or three times because once you start investigating, you'll investigate the first floor only the first night. The second night you come back, you'll get the second floor and then the third night you come back you get the third floor it's just too much to investigate the entire building in one night and capture everything and those kids run around in that building you never know where they're going to be no you know it they're they're amazing I mean it's funny because when we fast forward to spirits in the spring everybody said well the the building's going to shut down because so many people are in there it did not shut down everybody that investigated friday and saturday night in that building was just it 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 blew up i mean the kids were playing with everybody everybody was having fun there was so much energy everybody could feel the positive energy and then it was funny because after the spirits in the spring we had a group come in that following friday they got nothing in the building i said they're all sleeping they they had a rough weekend last weekend
1: yeah and i love it because the janitor always hugs me i love oh yeah there's a secret i go up to third floor every time just to say hi to because if i don't i feel like i'm being naughty
3: well normally the seat
1: like, for, for,
3: for the viewing audience the janitor is a grouchy old man and so is our principal
2: yeah
3: and they don't like to speak to women.
2: No.
3: And because back in their day, women were spoken to and not heard from. Yeah. So basically for him, we'll go a little further. There is a fourth floor to Broadhead Manor. There
1: is. Nobody knows um, about
3: it. Nobody knows about it because you can only access it from the roof. And You do
1: not ask to go there because you're not getting permission. You're not
3: going to get up there. I'm not going to allow people there. to go up there. Right. Um, but it was funny because I'm walking through with the and yet said, where's our fourth floor? And I'm like, there's no fourth floor. She said, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Well, then I walked into a room and showed her that yes, there is a fourth floor. And she said, well, the janitor wants me to come up there.
2: (laughs) He's invited me to the fourth floor.
3: (laughs) Which then really proved to me that yes, you are amazing. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Well, I love the janitor because when we were there with just um, spirits in the spring, um, Patty, myself and Natalie went on our own, you know, because I'm like, Sh- let's get them away. Let's get them right. so they can Enjoy the building. And Patty had her wonderful dowsing rods that lit up. And of course, we're on the third floor of the janitors there. We're underneath the fourth floor. And the rods just come and they just hug me and i could feel myself being held and <laughs> he wouldn't stop hugging me like the rod wouldn't talk they hugged me right fun and i'm like Patty, did they normally do this she's like no <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and now every time I, I swear every time i'm up there i can feel my hug you know i even said something because the janitor came down after me and aaron went upstairs this last weekend to show him and we were, we came back down and I couldn't believe the janitor followed me downstairs because right. he's never followed me downstairs. And I'd said something, I could feel his hand on my shoulder, like this, this nice warmth. And I'm like, well, thank you, sir. You know, like, yeah, <clears throat> he likes me. I don't know why. You're cute. <laughs> oh, <he was> cute. <laughs> but the janitor tells me all the secrets of the building, which I love. Oh, I know. He's like, that is a man that knows the ins and out of the building. And he likes to tell me about those. So I'm like,
3: Right. <laughs> You know, there, there's still, there's only two spots that have never been investigated in that entire building. Okay. And you know of both spots, and you were the only one to figure out both spots yeah. or tell me about both spots.
1: But it took oh. you a year to find the second one, but I'm so glad it's been found.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh. It just took a while, and I, it was funny because we covered it up with a TV stand, yeah. the door to it, and I totally forgot it was back there.
2: Yeah.
3: We knew about it the first year we were there, and I just forgot there was an access point underneath there.
1: Yeah, which is so <laughs> cool, which is so cool. And I can't wait until sometime that I can go in there, you know, because I know you've said you've welcomed me up there, so I can't really right. wait Wait until we can go up and just go go in there with some people, you know. Like, we've already decided, janitor picked the two people, Right. you know what I mean? So, guys, this wasn't like a lottery system who gets to go to the fourth floor. I mean, the janitor picked Yes, that you know what I mean. So it, it really did have to be a what spirits who wanted who there you know yes. for safety reasons obviously you know because yes. the janitor and the principal have been known to do not so beautiful things you know and we don't want somebody on the on on the roof and they go nope you're not coming right <laughs> bad timing so <laughs> I, you know
3: so, I mean every everybody. Now that people know there's a fourth floor and now people know the, about under the stage. Yeah. They're like, we can, we're going to go there. I'm like, no, you're not. It's locked. No, you're not. I'm respecting my spirits and they'll tell me who they want down there. Like you said, it's, I, I won't allow people to do certain areas.
2: Yeah. And, and it, it is first country.
3: come first yeah. serve where for the, you know, you were the first one to call out the, the, Janitor's quarters on the fourth floor, and mm-hmm. you will be the first one to investigate it.
2: Oh, thank you.
3: So, thank and you. under the stage, both we'll, <laughs> we'll those spots next time.
1: It's gonna be creepy. <laughs> yes, it is.
3: I'll be with you. There's no
2: problem. No, I'm oh, not going
1: without you. We're not going <laughs> by ourselves, We're <Mel. laughs> taking all your kids with us. Right. You know and I will. You are the. What's go, that?
2: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, you're the only person I know that owns a place that the spirits love so dearly. And I have heard it more than from more than one person to say, if you would sell the building and leave, those spirits will go with you. Yes. Whoever gets the building, it doesn't come spirits intact. You know, right. if you decide to sell and walk away, this the family, right down the principle, I think, have all agreed that they go with Bill.
3: How they can stay there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ron's like... that's not big
3: enough yeah right (laughs)
1: you know but they've all right
3: jenny i'll find all the missing stuff under the stage
1: (laughs) you will it'll all be there too like all the kids are going because you know they're all under there doing things they shouldn't do just like they do up where the stairs used to be or i don't know if the stairs are still there or not but where the stairs are for the the second floor that's no longer (laughs) there <laughs> yeah. To everybody that wants to know, they let me know that the, the gym you walk into is not always the gym floor. <laughs> there that was a
3: gym floor. floor. <laughs> now, going that gym floor was replaced in 1956. Yeah. What they did was they brought in truckload after truckload of gravel, dumped it into the gym, mm-hmm. filled up the gym floor, and it was close to twenty inches they filled in the original gym floor is under that gym floor and it's because they had to resize the basketball courts they they changed the regulations on them Mm -hmm. so they needed a bigger gym floor they couldn't use the gymnasium so they filled it in and those bleachers that go down the side actually go down another four steps before you actually reach a basketball court yeah so when we the gym floor we replaced was actually put in you know that we took apart and put back together that was put in in
1: 1956
3: right so originally the gym floor is still under there
1: yeah <laughs> they told yeah. us about that night too <laughs> <laughs> i remember that night i just remember bill's face going <sighs> yeah <laughs>
3: pretty much
1: that was an awesome night i was i think i had the same look as you had though so. right pretty much which is, but these are things that people don't realize. Right. People don't realize that there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of places to that building that people don't realize. Are there. Are there.
3: I mean, we, we knew the foundation going around the old half of our building. Mm -hmm. Part of it was a foundation for the original schoolhouse for Broadhead from 1865. But I thought it was just three walls that had the original limestone foundation. They built a new building on that foundation. Well, we have recently found out by going down in the crawl space under the industrial arts room in the uh, manor or the uh, home ec room. Yeah. When we went down in that crawl space, we found the original floor joists that are still under that building. You know, they're big, solid beams, oak beams. So it, it, it just amazed me to find those original beams down in there. The original brick for the hallways is down there. You can see the entire limestone foundation all the way around. So, you know, the old building is there still. It was just the top part of it got pushed over and the new part built onto it.
2: It's so incredible.
3: So we, we keep finding out more and more about this building, you know, every, I've owned it now almost six years. So right. we're... We're moving along. You know what I mean? And I, after six years, you think you know every part, and boom, something pops up. Right. And it gives me more history on the building, you know.
1: And I love it because, you know, people don't even realize that the history and some of the spirits you have there actually go pre-building. Yes. They're there before the building. Like, because everybody's like, what? You know, people don't want to be in school the rest of life. Why would kids come back to be at the school? Well, maybe they're not all kids from the school. Maybe they're preschool, you know, right. before the building was built.
3: We yeah. have the, we have an Indian burial mound on the back corner of the property.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: The two elementals that are in our building and everybody says, oh, you got elementals. Yeah, right. Yeah, now, there are two elementals there that will scare the ever-living bejeebas out of
1: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I met one. didn't scare me, but I met one.
3: If, if they don't funny. like what you're doing, they're the ones that really put the fear of God into you. Yeah. And during episode one of Expedition Entity, uh their their thing on Broadhead Manor, they have a clip of Natalie Jones' first visit to the building, and one of the elementals was telling her he's throwing things off the building. He wants to throw all these people off the building, and da 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 And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> he was upset and right. he decided since she was gonna be the one to talk for him, pretty much. He affected her bad.
2: Okay.
3: She went into a shaking frenzy. It, I mean, uncontrollable shaking. Yeah. Talking about it. And then when she got in the hallway, she was perfectly fine.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know when I, I I encountered him in the um, I guess it would have been like the instrumental room, you know, the room with the band room. Know, Yeah, the band room. I encountered him up there and he gave me this choking sensation like like, that's what he was going to do. And I'm like, come on, dude, back off, back off, come on. Right. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like, I'm on your side. You know, I I love elementals. And went as far to say I am a, I'm a certified periodologist. And he was just like, you're an idiot.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, it just means that I believe.
2: <laughs> but right. yeah,
1: it is incredible, you know?
3: I mean, there's there's so many aspects to everything that's going on in my building you know, I I come in every day that I'm at the building and I say, hi, kids, I'm back. Let's play. Yeah. And I'll go sit on the gym. I'll be in there by myself. I'll sit on the stage, you know, and just listen to the building. And I'll hear the kids singing in the choir room. You know, that it just blows my mind. Or I'll hear something run up and down the hall. Or Ron constantly hears we have a dog spirit in there because he hears the chains rattling from the dog. Yeah. Running up and down the hall because he's constantly calling for the three dogs we have. But I've got them up in a room upstairs.
1: Three dogs? I haven't seen two.
3: I have three. Loki stayed home. He's the older one.
1: Okay.
3: He doesn't. He's having a hard time because he's going. He's about half blind now. Mm. And to walk across the shiny floor, it scares him. Yeah. And all our floors just happen to be shiny because it's the gym floor and the concrete floors.
2: Yeah.
3: So we leave him home a lot for the weekends because Ron's sister babysits him. Yeah, and then we got Lexi and Maya up there all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maya always meets me at the door. <laughs> Hi, hon, you're back. <laughs> <And> your baby. <laughs> She's so sweet. I love them both, though. I really do. Yeah. I always love it because that that building gives. It's brought so many people together. It has brought um because you know, like Dan, I'd met him. Yeah. I didn't really have any interactions with Dan. And then um literally that picture that was taken that me, myself and Natalie and Patty took up yeah. in the gift shop with the mirror. Yeah. There's so much in that because we were talking about like, wait a second. And photos we had taken actually changed. Like, cause you know, yes. I, I always say Patty's infamous coat because me and her had gone shopping and found this coat for her and she's worn it all over the world now. And it's got fur around it. And when we take the picture, the original picture, their fur's not over faces, but that, that in one of the pictures, it's actually growing past a face. And of course you shared that picture with, with Dan. Yeah. And it was like even more has shown. You know, yes. you can see the spirits with us and between us. and
3: Yeah, there's one with a hand on your shoulder. There's an actual face that's sitting sideways like that. There's yeah. in the background, there's something looking over. There's a shadow in the background. Yeah. And is, I, I stare at that picture in amazement and everybody says, oh, it smears on the mirror. I clean that mirror before we started.
1: It's clean. That, That, I will tell you guys, in the picture, it does. It looks like there's smears all over it. That is a crystal clear mirror. There is no fog on it. There is no dirt on it. There is no There's no dust nothing. on it. There's That is a beautifully cleaned mirror, which yes. you can tell because it's like, why is this clean and nothing else is? Right. But it is a perfectly clean mirror. So for all that to show up, you're like, whoa, what is this? Correct. You know?
3: And that's another thing I can actually honestly brag about is when you walk through our building, an old abandoned building, it, anyone always that's videotaping gets dust. Yeah. you see dust everywhere on your pictures. You can walk through my entire building and not have an ounce of dust on any of your pictures.
2: It's clean.
3: And everybody says your orbs you're catching on the pictures are dust. No, they're not because I've, I've watched videos where they said that this is an orb, you know, somebody will say it's an orb Mm -hmm. and a lot of people, now that's just a piece of dust. Well, how does a piece of dust fly vertically across this way and then drop straight to the floor? Yeah. And then you watch that same piece of dust go from the floor to the ceiling.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I will tell you guys for anybody listening and I'm not lying to, I have been in almost every orifice of that building. Minus a few, and obviously because we haven't been, you know, been able to go in there. And this is a clean building. This is not your typical dirt all over. Yeah, you do have a musty smell because it's very large. We just did this whole save the roof thing so that you can, you know, finally get rid of the the excess water. But this is a clean building. There is not. He has swept it, cleaned it, scoured it, made it safe. There is no trip hazards. There's no nothing. I mean.
3: Big air scrubbers that we leave running all the time that constantly scrub the air. Yeah. You know, that pulls anything that's in the air out of it. It yeah. All the dust particles, all the mold particles, this thing's heparated. So it, it it takes everything out of this building.
1: Yeah. And it's incredible to be able to walk through there and get. So this, when you get through this, this is not like walking into some of some of these old places. This is a very clean building. Yes. So, so you don't get all that extra stuff. Courtney's like, come clean my house. <laughs>
3: I'm not the one who cleans it. Believe it or not, it's Ron.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it's Ron's amazing.
3: ridiculous about cleaning. So. Oh,
1: that man's like, i, I he's not retired anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's not retired anymore, you know? But it is. This is a building that, I, I will tell you guys, is going to surprise you every time you walk through it. This is a building that, if you wanted to, you could rent out every single night. Yes. Without a doubt. And I I'm good. not
3: price half the time you don't do it right i i just want to run it on friday and saturdays yeah and uh, we've had a few people tell us oh your prices are too high we can't afford this okay what do you want what would you be willing i'll ask the group what would you be willing to pay to investigate my building yeah and they'll come back with a lower price and i say okay let's up it i just negotiate a price with them yeah. and it it allows them to come in and see the building you know what i mean I'm not out for the money. I'm out to have people enjoy the building.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I will tell you what: you your prices are super low because (laughs) I, I mean, I like I've paid to go to Edinburgh Manor,
3: yeah,
2: which
1: isn't super expensive, which is not super expensive by any means, you know. But um, there's some places out there that really are super super expensive, right? You know
3: and yes i do make everybody feel a little more welcome by doing a lot more for you than these other places will i mean if you're just there for an eight-hour investigation you're basically you come in you get snacks you get popcorn you get pop you get water you get everything you need for the entire night and i check on you every few hours just to make sure you're okay
1: yeah you don't sleep no it's amazing (laughs) <laughs> you know, which is to me amazing because I, and you do extras, you know, I've seen you fog a whole floor. Oh, and yes. You up light beams, and you're like, let's, let's try this. You don't have this equipment. I have this equipment. Let's do it. Hey, hey. You know, <laughs> it's awesome because you do. I, I know they're all here. I love it. Lee was there this weekend. Did yes. you see that? Oh, I loved it. You know, um, and it is. And people, when you do show up to the matter, you do get a, a very nice investigation and for all those people that um, haven't had the chance to see it, or maybe you're you're too far away, you know, because I have people in all of these other countries that listen to this show, go to Paraflex, go to um, Expedition Entity. They just won a Tully Award, which yeah. is a huge award um, for their episode of, Hi, of the Manor. Hi, Gail. Um, for their episode um, of the Manor. So you can see a big part of it to see what we're talking about. And the coolest thing is because you can go and watch other, you know, shows or other people that investigate it and they're going to show you a totally different aspect of the matter that you're not going to see someplace else. You know, I've, right. um, yeah, Tim, but you can jump on Paraflix and watch it, which is incredible. Yes. You know, which is incredible.
3: There are two episodes on actually three episodes on Paraflix. Wow. The night that, uh, the original night that I first met Patty and Natalie, that April 6th, yeah. they did an episode. And then Dan and Larry did the first episode. They did the second episode. Now, next season, they're doing the third floor for Expedition Entity. Yeah. So, I can't wait till they come back in and film that one. Me
1: too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I can tell you. You know, which is going to be incredible. I mean, it's just going to be incredible. But, again, guys, you can... And there is so many different places, you know, I have like the night at spirit in the Springs when we all went up to your your, your quarters, you know, yeah. and we were hanging out, they were telling us about, you know, being in the bathroom downstairs and just with the kids and you were singing to the kids and the kids wouldn't let you go. You had to sing another song and another yes. song, you know, which is awesome. I know,
3: you know all the Mary Poppins songs by heart <laughs> just because I think Elizabeth is special. I learned all those songs by heart just so I could sing them to her.
1: I love it. And the kids get worried about you. I, I have never you. been in. I mean, Bill just you know kind of said his back. is. Bill's got to, you know. um I already needed about, Yeah. And literally, I walk in and I've talked to Bill. I know about his back. I go over to wipe the dogs off my hands. Because the only time I'm allergic to animals is if I put my hands in my eyes. I'm like, he's like, yeah, go over there. I, and I'm standing there wiping my hands. And one of the, the children stops me. And they're telling me, they're worried he won't stop. He needs to rest. We want to keep Bill around. And I come back. I'm like, Bill, which boy am I talking to? He's, he's, I think you said Charlie. And I'm like, okay. So he didn't say who it was. I just give him a description, a brief description. And I'm like, Bill, they're worried. They're so worried about you. And he's like, I know. tell them I'm fine. I'm like, Bill, they know better. <laughs> like, they know better but tell them. I said, you tell them because they're not believing you, Bill. Right. And the spirits are really... They're taking care of you. They're doing all they can.
3: I know. Would we you? had an S we had an Ethan Kamarude and I had an Esther session and they crossed Norman over. Dan Norville crossed Norman over and he crossed Elizabeth over.
1: Right.
3: And he said, Go be with your family and stuff like that. But you can always come back through and visit Bill whenever you want to. And yeah. you'll be stronger. Well, they he also did Thomas too. Well, Norman comes back all the time. Elizabeth is constantly there. And I asked one session, Dowsing Rod session, I asked Elizabeth if uh, she got to see her family and she's like, yeah, I saw my family. And well, she wants to come back because she loves us. Well, Norman, we asked Norman why he wants to come back. And he said, to heal you. He says, I'm stronger, I can heal now. And I'm like, okay, heal me. <laughs> so I know, I know how much they care about me. So
1: you do. You've just gained a whole family you didn't realize you had.
3: I don't. I, I've raised thirty kids. I can raise another thirty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's incredible what you've brought together. You know. So right. Do you have any plans for the future of this building other than a roof?
3: <laughs> we're we're going to be working on the roof. And then Ron and I would like to take each room one at a time, bring it back to a Victorian era, you know, like make each room look Victorian with the Victorian colors and the old aspect of the old schoolhouse. Yeah. I mean, some of those rooms, when we look at the woodwork and everything, when we get in there, it Mm -hmm. looks Victorian. It's Gothic, however you want to call it. It's got the ornate woodwork and stuff so we're not going to leave it the wood colors you know we'd like to but the wood's been damaged so much it's hard to we don't want we want to keep the damaged look but bring a new color palette in each room because wow. I don't like yellow <laughs> thank you
1: I I'm always every time I'm in a reading and they show me the 70s yellow orange brown I'm like Eww. yep It's just not my color palette.
3: I mean, you've you've seen our condo area, and that's one room that we changed the color in, and it's beautiful.
1: It's gorgeous. I love it. I love it. Ethan is awesome. He did a great tour. My friend, Sally, who came for the first time to the Broadhead Manor, was so impressed with everything. Definitely. You cannot not be impressed with that. You just... Right. And I will tell you guys, if you book a tour here, you just and so many levels, you will not, not be impressed because not only is it very active for the most part, you know, most nights you're going to get a lot, you know, can't guarantee it obviously, because it's not up to Bill who shows up. It's not like he's got a schedule and they work, you know, they show up if they want to, um, or wake up if they want to, but the building itself has got so many nooks and crannies. Think about your old schools. I mean, and, I've, all of us at some point have gone to that old school, you know, that you have yeah. this extra room here in this. And it's like, next thing you know, you're like, well, where the heck did this room? Where? Do, uh, yeah. <laughs> how, where, when, why, you know? And it is, it's every time you turn around, there's another spot, there's another space. And I'm telling you, they will hide parts of this building from you. Yeah. And I will, I'm not lying to you. They do i know where the fourth floor is i have absolutely no issues walking in and there it is janitor shows it to me without right. a doubt. blah 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 i literally this weekend was taking aaron um aaron g thompson up because i asked Bill, can i show him he's like yeah go for it i go upstairs to the third floor i know where this is i literally w- will walk from one end to the other every room could not find the fourth floor and i'm like Finally, went janitor. Come on, please let me show Aaron where this is. I'm like, I'm like, Aaron, I know it's here. I look like an idiot. There's only so many mm-hmm. rooms. As soon as I asked the janitor, it was like, fine. And he took me right to it. I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, there it is. And I was in amazement that they were able to hide that from me. It wasn't there. And I literally walked into every room, it wasn't there. Right. You know, That's how it goes. It is. You're 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 not going to be disappointed. And I'm going to, I got this goal to book out Bill a year in advance. <laughs> it feels like I don't need that goal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when am I going to get a vacation? No,
1: well, I'm going to take the winner off this winter. Huh?
3: I am going to take the winner off this winter. Are you? Yes. Well,
1: the building gets cold.
3: Yes, it does. Oh, it gets real cold until we get heat in there. That's what Ron said. We're going to, we're going to scrap the roof fund. We're going to scrap or put in the heat and air conditioning fund <laughs> after last weekend. <laughs>
1: you know, well, and that's just cool because now we have another, now we have a no. now we we have another goal. You yes. know what I mean? Another goal to raise more money just for heat so that we, we can do this in the middle of winter time. Right. You know?
3: Um. Actually, I, I don't mind not having heat in the building. I just want one area that everybody can come warm up and then go back out and play. Yeah. You know, in a nice, comfortable area for everybody. Right. I mean, we do have our guest accommodations right now with uh, the one room you can sleep five people in, then my vampire room that you can sleep two people in. And
2: yeah.
3: now we have a bed up in the band room for the really adventurous people that want to actually stay in the band room. <laughs>
2: you
3: go sleep in the bedroom. <laughs> well Rob B3 from Dimensional Paranormal or whatever he him and his sidekick put up uh put two air mattresses in the band room they told me they're gonna spend the night in there I'm like good luck and they're like why and I said you'll you'll find out I come down the next morning they're both sleeping in the gym on their air mattresses and they're like we're not sleeping in that room Why? Because they put, I guess, Rob's air mattress flipped on him in the middle of the night and he ended up on the floor.
1: (laughs) I can't believe that. I think that he has permission for this stuff.
3: (laughs) So, yeah, it's the building does weird things to different people.
1: It does. And I every, personally love the gift shop areas, and I think a lot of people do, but
3: everybody loves that gift shop area. It's old, it's Victorian, it's original pieces that are in there, yeah. you know, the antique furniture and stuff like that. It it's a really good if you have a scrying mirror or whatever. Certain people I'll allow to do that, certain people I won't. If I feel you're negative, I won't let you do certain things in the building.
2: Right.
3: Um, I do not like Ouija boards, I never have liked Ouija boards. Everybody tries to explain to me they can be good they can be good they can be good well no it it's really I don't like them
2: right it's I've obvious. seen
3: too many negative things you them used in a negative way that I just don't like it I right. don't want the negative entities in my building right you know um I do not like seances really because that's calling in spirits from other places and I really don't like that. The scrying right. mirror, yes, you can say that does the same thing. You can bring in things from other places. But there are certain people that like Kat with uh paranormal exposures. She she'll I'll allow her to do her scrying mirrors constantly. Right. Cuz I know she knows how to use them. You know, and it's just who I trust. Right. You know. But everybody gets a different experience because some spirits will like you and some spirits just want to stay away from you. And some of the groups that come in that don't really get much, I'll walk out with them and then they start getting stuff. Cause I start calling the spirits around us
1: right.
3: and they're saying, well, they're attached to you. No, they're not attached to me. I guarantee you they're not attached to me. They just want to be around me.
1: <laughs> well, you've made them family though. And I right. think it's, I think you're a, you're a good person to show what a lot of, um, you know, paranormal investigation should be about. Right. We talked a lot about that with the different um, guests on the show about how you, there's different ways to go about paranormal investigation. And even though you say you're not an investigator, you are a person that knows how to say, hey, come on in. Let's right. talk. Let's, let's Share me your story. This is your space. Yes. I don't want to intrude on you, you know, but please, I, I'm here because I want to learn. I want no. to know. And I think that's a beautiful way to do it. And I think if more people did it that way, you know, you get more information. Yes, it's you do. Okay. I mean, everybody likes to sit down, gossip, and talk until, you know, they're dry in the mouth, you know, and so do spirits. Right. So, you know?
3: We'll see with, you know, I've had people come in like this weekend. This is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes to pop-up Paracons, everybody goes to the big Paracons, they go to convention centers, they go to these little locations, and when you walk in, they say it feels industrial, yeah. it feels commercial. Everybody's there trying to sell something, and just that's all you're there for. Yeah. You know, even the speakers, and I'm not going to mock any of the speakers, yeah. but when the speakers get up and talk, they're talking in general, and it feels commercialized. You know what i mean like i'm here i have a script i'm going to say my script i'm going to leave right it's not a personable thing this last paracon we had this weekend fundraiser everybody that walked through that door and i was talking to people that came in from broadhead you know itself that doesn't they don't really know about the paranormal world they really don't know it they said the minute they walked through that door they felt like family
2: mm-hmm.
3: and everybody was hugging and i don't care if i know you're not we're gonna hug you mm-hmm. know it It was just a day that nobody argues, nobody fights, nobody is better than anybody else. And Mm -hmm. it was just fun, relaxing, enjoying, you know, everybody enjoyed themselves. I think at the next pair of cons, we are going to have a karaoke stand again, because that That was was just amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. And I got video proof. I did live. Everybody's seen it. It's been awesome. But it is cool because it was like you know Jess was there. Jess was there. And Jess was um, not part of the picture. Jess came in towards the end, so she wasn't part of the okay. picture. Of WLTKDB. Yeah. Um, Jess was part of it. Her and um, her partner came in and okay. We didn't get their picture with with the with everything also. Um, but I had people walk up to me. This lady walked up with her family, and she was just literally like, you know what? I would. I was. The, was at the school. I was at sixth grade. You know, after that, we went yep. to another one. But my dad and my grandpa went here and just so happy to be there. And, you know, there was my granddaughter doing tattoos on everybody.
3: She, she is the best salesman I've ever seen in my life. People said she scared them too. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. She was threatening. You, will get <laughs> you, you are getting a
2: tattoo you're like,
1: next.
3: You're next. <laughs> You're giving me
1: your money because we're getting a roof. And
3: she's a little con artist. I give her a $5 bill, and did she give me change back? Nope. She says, Have a nice day. (laughs) And she was off selling something else then.
1: She was. She was like, She left me with the tattoos. I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing radius. Now I can't do that. I got to go get more customers. It was like, There you go. She said herself that she was making your roof all by herself.
3: Oh, I know she did. And for.
1: Everybody a,
3: paid for it. A little girl her age to make as much money as she did.
1: Mm-hmm. That was
3: amazing. That's why I gave her back some money to put in her piggy bank.
1: Do you know what she did too? And I didn't realize that those little stuffed animals. Yes. She was buying them for kids. Out of her really? money.
3: Yeah. Aww.
1: She was buying those for kids out of her body. I didn't, I didn't know that she was doing that. So Bonnie had given her one and all the little rest she bought for kids.
3: Aww.
2: That's they all cool. Want
1: animals. So. She actually made more money than we knew she made, but we still spent the rest, you know what I mean? Cause she wanted, she was like, I want to make, I want to make this, I want to, she single handedly wanted to put that roof on the building and she wanted everybody to do the same thing.
3: Well, the day we actually start working on the roof of that building, I want you to bring her over to show her that we are putting the roof on the building and I'm gonna thank her personally.
1: She is so excited (laughs) about that. She is so excited. And Kat has actually invited her back for an investigation with her and Addie. And I can't wait. She's like, you know what? I think I'm going to make all those investigations open to Addie to come. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute.
3: They had so much fun together.
1: She did. And she has come back and she has told everybody. She's like, I can talk to ghosts. I talked to one. (laughs) (laughs) It is so exciting. It is so exciting. But it was, guys. I mean... If you missed Spirits in the Spring, if you missed the Paracon we just had, when you see it again, because I know there's going to be more. I mean, we do have Spirits in the Spring next year, but I'm hoping there's another one coming up sooner than that. We're going to have
3: something in October where we're going totally different. Um, Since I hurt my back and I'm the sole person that builds a haunted house, I may not, I don't know when my back's going to get better. Yeah. So now we have switched trains of thought that we are gonna host something each weekend in October that I don't have to build. Yes. You know, we'll have an all clowns weekend. We'll have an all Ron wants to do a carnival and freak show the night of the clown night. You dress up as a clown, come on in and have some fun.
1: Oh, that'd be so much fun. Like
3: and then another weekend we'll do a vampire ball. And then the next weekend we'll have an all monsters party.
1: Oh my gosh.
3: You can dress in any costume you want, you know, whatnot. If if we want to do a little mini horror con that you know we'll get vendors. Each one of these events will have vendors, and it will have uh, entertainment on the stage, and it, we will have the concession running. Yeah, the masquerade ball, Lee. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: but I have to go back to Jessica before it disappears. Yeah. Jessica, um, if you want to send the picture to me, my email address is on Broadhead Manor site. It's bwalter66 at AOL.com. So, yeah, we have a lot we're trying to get in order to do. One, my first priority is getting that roof sealed. Once the roof is sealed, and so everybody knows we did make enough money to buy the supplies, and we had eight people uh, donate their time for an entire weekend to get this done. And four of those people are roofers. So, so it, it it blew my mind here. I was going in on a Friday thinking there's not going to be that many people showing up. I don't know why we're doing this. I hate asking for money from anybody. And I don't know how I can accept it. I, I'm a giver, not a taker. And for me to accept something, you got to understand how hard that is for me to do. And having this done this weekend and people saying, we're going to shove it down your throat if we don't, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you know, it, we did make our goal. And that the reason I didn't say goodbye to everybody and I didn't say thank you to everybody is I could not talk period too many emotions. It was a lot. Yep.
1: It was a lot. It was, um, So many people coming together for such a beautiful cause and just to keep it going and to keep that momentum going. And it didn't stop.
3: Right. And the way we did the auction where it was, you donate money, you get this gift, Mm -hmm. an equivalent amount gift. You know what I mean? That's the only way I would actually accept how this was ran is if somebody received something for their donation. Yeah. And we had, hundreds of items donated to us for this and it was just amazing the turnout and the people that did yes i sent a
1: picture of it to anne she's like really (laughs) (laughs)
3: um and thank you thank you jenny and your mom (laughs) jenny's mom and jenny yeah that was the big joke this weekend is ron went up to jenny's mom and didn't know her name Yeah. and I tried to say Bonnie and Ron goes, hi, Jenny's mom. <laughs> All weekend, she was known as Jenny's mom.
1: I love it, I love it, I love it. I know, I, I looked at Ron and I said, Ron, now that I'm calling you my hubby, we need to at least hug and get to know each other because I think we need to at least get on a hugging basis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he loves you to death.
1: Oh, I love you, Ron. Oh my God, I can't tell you, you guys. And-
3: I have to give him a shout out. That he was amazing. <sighs> he he rocked it. So he it. is a type of person that gets stressed out, anxiety attacks. Doesn't like being around that many people. He freaks out. Yeah. He never disappeared once. Not once. And made sure everybody had what they needed, and he got anything they needed. He took over as my spot. He did. And, and he,
1: the kids. Wheelchair. Yeah, he
3: was letting the kids roll him around the gym in a wheelchair.
1: Oh my god! And they're those kids owe you so much. Wasn't it like two dollars a ride in a wheelchair? Yeah, <laughs> they owe you their piggy banks.
3: <laughs> well, I gave back to your daughter. You know when she gave me the donation, I gave back to your yes. daughter.
1: My, my granddaughter.
3: Your granddaughter. Sorry,
1: <laughs> it's okay. You look young. Yeah, um, oh, thank you.
3: When I gave it back to your granddaughter, the other kids saw that. So I gave all the kids that were there the same amount back.
2: You know what so I mean? Awesome. Yeah. I said,
3: you guys put this in your piggy banks, and I want to make sure you guys get go to the store and get something you want. Don't get what yeah. your mommy and daddy want. Get what you yeah. want.
1: <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. If I could show you, you know what, Todd, I'll share something. Because obviously I can't share it up here, but I got pictures of the kids. And Just the fun and the family, and you know they say paranormal world is a family, and it really is. It's a family. We have
3: we have proven that every but walk of life that walked through that door was a family. It wasn't just like I keep calling it commercial. It feels like steel. It you know you go into paracons. It's I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to meet this person. And when you when you start meeting them, you're like, okay, I got my picture with them. I'm going to the next. Yeah. This one. No, you got a selfie in this one.
2: Yeah.
3: And you stood there and talked to him forever. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was stuck on the couch and everybody said they had a sign above me that said for a hug and a photo, it's $5. Bill needs a hug. Well, I sort of knew the sign was up there, but I forgot about it. And these people were coming waving $5 bills in my face and I'm like standing up going, do I got a strip or what? (laughs)
1: I love it. I love it. Well, I also like that, like Aaron G. Thompson and Nick Simmons, or Simon, I'm always calling him Simon, Simon, Simon. Um, I'm telling you, he's going to get mad at me one of these days. Um, they showed up and they could have had a table and both of them were like, no, we don't want a table. And, you know, Nick and no. and Aaron and Nick's wife, Emily, they just walked Emily's amazing. And, oh my God. I love Emily. It was the first time I got to meet her. Meet her. I'm like, I love Emily. And me and her have been friends on Facebook and you didn't realize it, but she's so awesome. And they just walked around and they talked and they became like, Hey, we're just here. How you doing? You know what I mean? Right. It
3: wasn't Nick, it wasn't Nick Simons and Aaron G from 28 days haunted. It was no. Nick Simons and Aaron G from Broadhead Manor. Exactly. You know?
1: And they it, it, were just part of it. And expedition, you know, Larry from expedition entity was there and he was just part of it and right. just having fun with it. And it was so amazing. And, That really, I mean, where else in this world can you get Larry or Dan on, not Larry wasn't there, Dan was there, but Dan on stage in a blonde wig,
2: Nat
1: Nat, Nat from ACG, (laughs) who is about the most paranormal, if you think about paranormal lady you're ever going to find, next to airy fairy me singing Summer Nights from Greece (laughs) on stage, and we're just one big family.
3: It was so much fun. I mean, I... I honestly wish my back wasn't the way it was because I wanted to get up and karaoke. And every time I tried making my way across to the stage, people were stopping me and talking to me and hugging me and get your ass back to that seat.
1: Right. (laughs) Next time we'll just have to bring you a mic. Right. There you
3: go. go. And then Dan singing that song to me. I can't remember the name of the song now. Damn it. It's on video somewhere. It's on on video on Facebook. Um. Oh, I touch myself.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love but
3: it. But was, it was just something that I, I can't think. i would loving enough. That stage was about 150 degrees, and he stayed up there the entire time DJing for everybody. I mean, everybody had so much fun. You know, okay. it, I don't think anybody left there upset, negative, you know nobody left there that way
1: and nobody I, wanted to leave
3: and yeah at six o'clock i was like okay let's keep going to late
1: yeah
3: you know and when everybody's breaking down i'm like no no no
1: don't break down yet don't break down yet you no know, we were told to yeah. <laughs> and i was supposed to leave by five and i didn't walk out the door until six right <laughs> you
3: know it I'm hi joe sorry. everything had everything just I didn't want it to end. I really, the next morning I was almost in tears because everybody was gone.
1: Yeah, Jamie's on here too. Oh my God.
3: I saw Jamie come in earlier, yeah.
1: Yeah, She put so much work into it. Well, Bill, how do people get a hold of you if they want to investigate or if they want to find out about the next pop-up or next party, October parties? How do we find you?
3: You can friend me on Facebook at Bill Walter. Remember, W-O-L-T-E-R, not W-A. And you can find us at at Facebook.com. We're trying to get the website up and running and that's just taken forever with everything going on lately.
1: Jamie, put your email up there. Uh, Thank
3: you, Jamie. Jamie. Um, You can reach me, message me on Broadhead Manor's Facebook page. I get back to you with at least an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm constantly have my phone dragging on me, which I hate that, but um, I love talking to people, even if, you don't have to be a paranormal investigator to come in and ask for a tour of the building. I'll give you a tour of the building anytime you want.
1: And he does that. I will tell you, I can attest that people have showed up in the parking lot basically to ask for direction.
2: Yes. And give a tour of the building. <laughs> told he. me.
1: He's seen somebody in the parking lot. He walked out, I said, hey, you want to come in? Come on. He brought him in. People are like, are you going to kill
3: us?" It's
2: right. Like
1: so friendly. And he's like, No. But you like to see the building. <laughs>
3: yeah. I love sharing the building with people. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. it's, it, it's just fun. We yeah. we have fun.
1: Yes. <laughs> Go in there, guys. You know what? Hook up with these people, you know, book a tour. Trust me, that money is going to the building. It's going to a good cause. It's going to right. their we livelihood do. to keep the building going, you know.
3: Right. We do not all the donations, all the money we received for the investigations everything goes right back into the building it goes into a separate account from ron and i i don't need the money
1: yeah remember he retired 10 years before the building or five years before the five building. years before the building so, i don't
3: need the money i have a retirement and i can live off my retirement i just want to see this building restored i just don't have enough in my retirement to restore this building exactly
1: <laughs> and that's why i said you know what now we're working on heating and aircon guys heating one room at a time one room yeah. at a time <laughs> Yep. Yeah. you know i can't wait well thank you so much visiting the family and abroad they were so happy they, oh yes that group of three kids i love that i love that restoration coming soon please hold i love that todd that's perfect <laughs> because you know what that's what we're doing i have a goal i have a goal to help bill
3: and I really yeah. greatly appreciate it and I love you to death. You know that.
1: Uh, I love you too. So that GoFundMe <laughs> is not stopping just the, it it does say roof on there, but it's it's a continuation. I'm gonna think I'm gonna go in there and change some words on it because it's a continuation just to restore this building, to keep it going, be able to still continue to share it with the people because it's it's amazing. Thank you, Jenny. Yep, Jen's go we you know what, so many people in the world have this goal to help this building.
3: Jenny's uh, my new little niece. She calls me Uncle Bill now.
1: I know. I know. I love that. She's not old enough to know what the Uncle Bill is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Oh, I love it. Tim's like, sounds like another RV trip. It is, Tim. It is. It's another place you're going to want to see. You and Tim will sit <laughs> on the couch together.
3: <laughs> if, if you bring the RV, we can plug you into the building. Let's see? I mean, I do yeah. have hookups for a lot of stuff. So...
1: See Tim, now there's no excuses. Tim's in air in, in California. So oh, okay. I love it. I love it. So um, oh thank you, Jen. Jamie, she put the GoFundMe up there too. Thank you so much, Jamie. Because that, that is gonna continue, guys, because this building still needs other things. Cause remember this roof, because the water, it damaged some of the top third floor. I mean, one whole side of the third floor has got to kind of have probably some extra love and care done. And, you know, I mean, there's just the work is nonstop and Again, the GoFund, I know Bill is not a big fond person of taking money in for things, but it's not going to stop, Bill. It's not going to stop yeah. until you're... I've,
3: I've, I've learned from all you all that I i have to just not say no, because you're not going to take no for an answer.
1: I'm not taking the GoFundMe down until $185,000 is reached. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so.
3: The, the oh. grants were negated from the previous owners because they stole the money and ran. Yeah. They gutted the building and took the grant money and left. Because once you receive a grant, you can do with what you wish with the grant money. Once you receive it, you don't have to put it into the building. Yeah. Now, when I approach the state of Wisconsin and the Historical Society and all that stuff, they will not give me any more grants until I prove myself. I said, I own the building now for five years. Shouldn't that prove that I'm trying to restore this and we're moving forward all the time no it's got to be a 10 to 20 year process before we'll ever give grants back to your building so
1: we're on our own here, guys i'm on my own on our own but we're we're going to do this one room at a time we got the we got the the tops that he can start working to get on the insides and not have the insides ruined by the outside right
3: if i can just stop the water from coming inside the building so much more can happen and i work pretty damn quick so
1: you do. I love I it. Did. Jenny's like, we will do it. And we yes. will as a community. Look at what we've done in a year. Yep. You know what I mean, what can we do in five?
3: And for everybody, I'm going to message everybody individually sometime, either in August or September, when I can get dates for you and Jamie Lynn and Jenny Davis and Lee and Christina and everybody, I am throwing a big party for all of us. I think That's we just we, had one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But I'm, this is going to be a, a personal one that everybody can just come and have, be ourselves and just nothing about paranormal, nothing about the haunted house, nothing about anything like that. Just us coming in as family and being friends.
1: I love it. I love it. Even Jenny's like, didn't we just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just did that because nobody investigated until we were all gone.
3: This time, time it was you guys throwing the party. This time, it's me throwing the party for you.
1: Thank you. Okay? You are so beautiful and so generous, and we love you so much. We love you so much.
3: I love you, Joe. I love you, Jamie. I love you, Jenny.
1: You know, so... For everybody that's been out there all over the world that has literally been watching this and talk, hearing me talk about Broadhead Manor and the GoFundMe and the raising money, this is the man behind it, or one of the men, because there is two men, behind the face of the building that literally, guys, they're doing all the work themselves. They're literally with hammer and nails and painting, and they're doing it all. They're doing it all themselves. So and one more
3: quick is, shout out. Yes. Before I I don't want you to lose your train of thought, but stop by and get Bill's nuts anytime. They're chewy, safe, tasty, salty, chewy, sweet, and some are even cream-filled and they melt in your mouth.
1: That is true, because <laughs> you just sell Bill's nuts. And for once I did, I don't have and there's a commercial now with me selling Bill's nuts.
3: Yes, there is. Yes. And we thought of a new line. We
1: did. The
3: nuts come in the nut sack.
1: They do come in a nut sack now, <laughs> which is awesome. And guys, there is a commercial. Oh with me selling bill's nuts (laughs)
3: last night jamie sent me a clip of her husband eating bill's nuts
1: (laughs) i love it that
3: was just amazing
1: i love it i love it this is so awesome thank you (laughs) they are awesome and as soon as i get Bill's nuts with his nut sack. I'm going to show them all again, guys. I am. So, um, and I, this time around, I never grabbed any of your nuts, which is really strange because I didn't grab any nuts. I should You have. didn't get any? I didn't grab any nuts, no.
3: Well, the next I'll time I see you, you'll have nuts.
1: I'll have to come back again. I'll let you me.
3: fondle them personally.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Bill, for coming on. I appreciate you so much. It's been such a pleasure. I kept you over, but I love you so much. So
3: I'm every- sorry I talked too much.
1: <laughs> oh, me too. Everybody else, thank you so much for enjoying Bill, bringing him in, and supporting him. And we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. So thank you, Bill.
3: All right. You're welcome. And I love you all. Everybody, I can't extend more love out to everybody.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And for everybody else listening, I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading. This is Jad here on WLTKDB.com. See you in a few. Thank you, Bill. Love you.
3: Love you too. Bye-bye.
1: Welcome back. This is Dad here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. I've had Mr. Bill Walter on with me from the Broadhead Manor. What a joy. And if anybody wanted to know a little bit about the room, we were talking about the gift shop on that commercial, The Very Last Scene, where it is the Haunted Voices book with myself, Deidre, and Christina that is a sofa inside the gift shop of Bradhead Manor and ideally I could sleep on that couch like if Bill ever sells the manor I'm gonna say can I buy the couch because I love that couch but everybody loves the couch so I'm not the first on the list but um, let's do our five cards done we got a few minutes left. I know I was kind of cheating you guys on your five card, but I couldn't let go, Bill. I had to keep Bill. So pick your cards, one through five. One fell out already. So let's do this. So I love this. So again, pick one through five, whatever your cards are. Card number one is support is all around you. If you pick this, fellow travelers or support is all around you. And I love this card because it does. It does mean that if you need, it's there. If you ask, it's there. All you have to do is reach out and say, hey, guys, I need help, I need some assistance, I need some support, I need some guidance, and this card is saying, if you've been that person in that place, this is what it is. You just really have to put that message out there, that request, and it's going to come back. Card number two, joy and delight. Open your heart to joy. Open your heart. This is a hard one, guys. This really is a hard one, and I understand it's hard, but to open yourself up and say, I'm willing to receive. You're in a place, if you pick card number two, you're in this place to openly accept joy. Joy is a hard word, it's a hard feeling. I understand that it sounds so simple, but to feel it in here and to be blessed with it, but trust me, if you can't pick card number two, you're ready to open up and let that in, okay? Card number three, miracles, explore the wondrous to emerge. this, everybody's got a genie, don't they? Everybody's got a genie. And if you pick card number three, that's what this is about. It is allowing yourself to receive. Every wick and every witch will tell you. what I mean, the movie's Halloween Town. What did she say? Ask and you let yourself receive. That's the magic of world. That's just not a a witch's mantra. That's everybody's mantra. So trust me when I say allow yourself to receive. Ask for it. Expect it. Allow it to come in. And just, oh, apparently I needed this card because it fell out on me twice. So that's card number three. Card number four, impasse. Reflect, direct your energy. This is a different one, isn't it? This is a different one. So if you pick card number four, you are at that impasse. You are going, you need to reflect, guys. You need to reflect. You need to sit there and go, okay, where do I need to best put my energy? Where do I need to best put my direction? What is it that I truly want? And allow that to come to you. Card number five, all is possible. Choose your. Have, what do you want? What do you want? If you pick number five, what do you want? Allow that to come to you. Allow that to come and sit in your lap and go. Here you go. That's what this card's about. So when we're looking at all five cards here, guys, I love this because, as always, they are individually right for you guys. But if you're like me, or like I know Tim and a few others out there, you're going to take all of my five cards for a full reading. And so card individually, again, is number one is the fellow travelers, allowing that support is around you. Card number two is the joy and delight, opening your heart, allowing yourself to receive. Card number three is that miracles, expect the wondrous to emerge, expect, you know, miracles in your life. Card number four being that impasse, reflect and direct your energy. What do you want? What do you want? And card number five is all is possible. And I like this because when I'm looking at these as a whole, when I'm pulling all five of these cards together as a whole, I'm looking, I'm going, this is our week guys for these people that have picked all five. These are our week to say, you know what? Know that everything's around. Know what you want is possible. Figure out what you want first. Okay. So I think I'd have to rearrange this a little bit, but as a whole, it says to figure out what you want. What is it that you want? Know that what you want is possible. Know that there's nothing too big and allow this to come to your life. Allow this to come to you. Open your heart. Allow it to come. Allow other people to help you have this. Allow people and spirit and angels and love and prayer and all those things to come to you. Because trust me, all is possible. And that's what those cards are talking about. So let's pick up our extra card, guys. As we know, and by the way, this was Denise Lynn's, um, sacred your oracle deck and if i get it to go back in it's going to be beautiful i need to breathe because i'm getting lightheaded again okay um and i'm gonna tell you let's pick beyond the card for that that sixth card to bring it all together and i love these cards as we know because they are wordy, and i love wordy, as we all know um, because i'm wordy. <laughs> big surprise so oh my gosh this is gorgeous oh my gosh and again, guys, I can't make this up. This card number one is gorgeous, but it says manifesta, manifesta. You can decide how you want to live. The universe fully supports your choice to step into the optimal version of yourself. Dream big, then dream bigger. Now is a great time to start the projects you have been considering. All it takes is some pollination. Be creative with your visioning. Sow the seeds of your reality you want to experience through affirma- aff- affirmative thinking and higher intention. Then anchor or ground your dream seeds. Manifest from the heart, overcome fear, take strong positive action, and let go of the outcome. Know and trust your dreams are already on their way and expect to see results. I can't make this up. Guys, I cannot make this up. Did not the book, Neil's book, talk about this? Did not Neil's message to me talk about this? Look at what Bill has done. Look at the cards afterwards. They're all talking about this. Dream and allow it to come. They've said it in movies. Dream and they will come. Build it, they will come. It's all around you guys. It's all around you. Even Jelly Roll has gotten on the Make your own reality. So I'm going to tell you guys myself, I'm going to join the crowd of these infamous people, you know, um, Field of Dreams, Halloween Town, Jelly Roll, all of them. I'm going to join the bandwagon. I'm going to tell you, dream it and it can happen. Allow it to come to you because that's what life's about. That's what life is about. I know I'm dreaming. I know I'm manifesting. I know I'm putting it out there. I know what I want and I'm accepting it back to me because that's how the universe works. It's just how the universe works. And I love it. I love it. So what I want is to, I'm going to now really quickly find, because there is a new show lineup and I want to, I need to find it first because I, Oh, there's Todd. I need to find, I sent Todd all these funny little things and, Sometimes he laughs, sometimes he doesn't. And that's okay because I keep sending them. But I want to do um, what the current show listing is. So let's do this. So we do have, um, we start Monday mornings always with myself, School Through Spirit, on WLTKDB 9 a.m., WT.com at 9 a.m. No Agenda with Mike and Jen is today at noon. Agent Healing with Jessica Lin is at 6 p.m. That is a show you don't want to miss. It's a new show, but it's a phenomenal show. Christina Bloom is after her. It would be The Change at 8 p.m. Tuesdays, we start the morning out with Heather Lee with Exploring the Paranormal at 9 a.m. Anne with Anation is at 5 p.m. Unfiltered with Diet and Mike is at 6 p.m. Now, me and Mike will not be on tomorrow night because we're taking the fourth off. Moment to Moment with Linda Hope is at 7 p.m. Spirits Are Talking with Lisa Silverman is at 9 p.m. on Tuesday nights now. And Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is at 10 p.m. Wednesdays, we begin with the self-care show with Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. And I do believe hers is a reading show this week. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickles at 3 p.m. Roddy Blunt will be starting in July because he had a a disaster of... um, of nature that he cannot get through. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time. So he has to show his soul guidance and that starts in July. Haunted Experiences in 60 Minutes with Nick Sarlo and Diana Henry is at 8 p.m. See and Beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 9 p.m. Thursday's Chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn is at 9 a.m. The Universe with Stephanie Robb is at 6 p.m. Realm of Darkness with Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. On the- Actually, haunted Voices with Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland is at 8 p.m. And, yes, they changed their time to Thursday nights, 8 p.m., so not everybody can watch them. Passports to Paranormal with Dr. Heather Lee and Joe Frankie is at 9 p.m. on Thursdays. And I love Joe. I love Heather, too. Bye. Um, so watch that show. Now, Fridays, we start the morning with Soul and Synergy with radio with Terry and Danny at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. not 8 a.m. 10 a.m. That is a two-hour show, guys. It's a phenomenal show with lots of interesting segments. The psychic hour reading shows at 3 p.m. Twilight Tonight with Didi Moonflyers at 6 p.m. And Amora Benet switched her time to Friday, Voices of Wonders with Om- Voices of One is with um, Amara Benet. is at 8 p.m. now on Friday nights. So still the same show, just a different time period, guys, for that. um, Yeah, I love it. Now, next week, next week, guys, I'm doing a first. I'm doing a first. I'm having a team on. I'm having a team. And I have Expedition Entity coming on. Now, I'm not sure if everybody's coming, or if it's just Dad and Larry, but I've invited them all. Whoever wants to come on from the team is more than welcome, but we are going to talk about their their team, how they got together, how they individually got into this, what they do, some of their investigations, the infamous Telly Awards show now, and just their journey and what they're doing. So um, that is next Monday. And if you want to get a sneak peek, I do believe Larry from Expedition Entity will be with me on Saturday at Chris Wemming's pop-up here in Con. Um, Again, at the Woodstock um, Opera House this Saturday. Um, And other way, guys, thank you so much for joining me every week, being part of my family, um, supporting me as I try to support all you. Um, For everybody else, thank you so much for coming, and I will see you next week. This has been Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you next week, guys.
3: The truth is here and now on WLTKDB
0: Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.